up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. An unhappy family member may be making you feel downhearted if you can't communicate with them. It is possible that you uh, may have offended this person in some way. You need to take care handling the situation. Taurus. There are a few small things that will affect your mood today. Don't worry about these things since you can't control them. Just keep focusing on the work at hand. Gemini. There's a possibility that your plans to spend time with a close friend will not go as planned today. It's also possible that your friend is feeling down at the moment. Cancer. The possibility of a promotion or raise may be on your mind today. Visualize your next steps and anticipate the tasks that will require more effort and concentration that are needed for this job, but don't overdo it. Leo. You're going to be able to make positive changes to your body image today. Having more confidence in your uh, yourself and your sexuality will also surprise you in your love life. Yeah. Virgo. Do not ignore your sixth sense just because people joke about it. Ask them questions and don't be afraid to call them out on their lies if you feel they're not being honest with you today, Virgo. Libra. You are easily affected by the energy around you today, so stay in your little happy bubble. Scorpio. You're able to hold on to your strong presence. Make sure you look your best wherever you go and make a great impression. You never know who you're going to run into. Sagittarius. Today is a day of love. In your closest relationship, fireworks may appear and you should make the most of them. Take advantage of this energy in a way that makes you and your partner in sync. Capricorn. Your family and close friends will be joining you today as you relive the past. It's going to be a great time for you. Aquarius. Today will allow you to achieve anything you set your mind to. There's nothing that can stop you from achieving more goals now that you're brimming with confidence. Pisces. Today may be busy with errands, but you shouldn't go out alone. Take your friend or partner with you so you can get the most out of your day. Well, you got it. Monday morning horoscopes. Check them out right now online at chum1045.com on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Wait, 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 wake up. Wake up, Toronto. It's Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Wait, 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 wake up. On Chum. And here comes the rain. It's uh, coming down quite, quite steadily. So uh, look forward to that for the rest of the day with a high of 23 today. Happy Monday to all. Um, what a weekend in Toronto. I know. I cleared out my shed. What did you do? <laughs> it's I, what I, you didn't do. I cleared out my energy reserves, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. That, if that's the, the term. Yeah, you uh, covered it, that red carpet so well at, for Tiff. Thank Man. you. Thank that's you. So thank many you. people. Yeah, you know, this was a very, is, because it's continuing, this is a very, very, very special TIFF. I I mean, I've, I've been part of TIFF for a couple years now, yeah. but this one seems to be chock full of big people yeah. with a lot of really, really cool things happening on, on the movie side. And it's all happening in here, in, in our city. Which in is our city. Tremendous. And after two weeks of no, eh, 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 no TIFF, that is the way that we know it now, it's so good to be out and talking and watching movies and doing the thing that uh, makes TIFF so special. That's one of the things that people are most happy about. You know, there's so yeah. many people involved in TIFF from out of town, out yes. of country, and they're just so happy to be back in Canada, back in Toronto. So it's a very, very special Toronto International Film, Festi Film Festival this year. People are just really enjoying it. I mean, some of the stars that are here, I, I can't even believe that they're here, like, where I go and he have lunch every day, Taylor Swift oh, right over there, Harry Styles right over there, Oprah, uh, Gail King, yeah. Tyler Perry. Like These people are all on King Street. It's pretty crazy.
So you met a lot of people. Yes, I met a lot of people. More than I can name right now because I need to sit back and just throw I know you have to, what happened this weekend. Yeah, and you know, these movie uh, screenings are all over the place and, and of course, you know, the red carpet all over the place. And the thing is, when I see people on the red carpet like you covered, I went, wow, like they're right there. You're really talking to them. You're breathing, as you said on Friday, the same air. It's very cool. Yep. It's very cool. And the movies are tremendous. I got to tell you guys again, man, the movies that come out of this festival this year are going to be award winning. Uh, I, I encourage everyone to see some of them. And you yeah. can see them now right here at TIFF by just getting a ticket. Uh, if you have the time to do so, go on the TIFF website. But we'll talk about everything TIFF okay. throughout the show today and more to come because it continues this week. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Well, this weekend had a whole lot going on. TIFF here, obviously. But over in California, the D23 Expo, which is the Disney Fan Expo, was taking place where Disney basically unveils trailers for upcoming movies, sneak peeks at films. They talk new projects, new announcements. Um, Anyway, one of the most anticipated new live action movies is The Little Mermaid. And the trailer was just released. Out of the sea. Wish I could So Ariel is played by Haley Bailey. Halle Bailey. <laughs> I know I want to say that too. I want to say Haley, right? Yeah, yeah. Halle Bailey. Yes. Um, and she and her sister, they were both mentored by Beyonce. Uh, they both act. This is a huge role for her. So also in this movie, David Diggs as the voice of Sebastian, the crab, Jacob Tremblay as Flounder and Aquafina as Scuttle. And it comes out in theaters on May 26, 2023. But I watched an interview of Hallie talking to Beyonce's mom about getting this role and how big of a deal it was for her, especially being a black woman and not being, you know, the typical Caucasian um, red hair, yeah. what Ariel looks like right. to a lot of us. Right. Um, but you got to take a listen to this. I can't believe I'm even going to go for this, but so grateful mm-hmm. that I kind of get to reinvent um, Ariel mm. and show other young, beautiful black and brown children that, hey, you can be this too. You are magical and mythical and all of the wonderful things in between as well. And so going into this, oh no, I'm gonna cry. It's okay. But going into the filming process, I had to learn and say to myself that you can do it, it's okay. I'll cry right now listening to that because it's so important that uh, like representation is so important to be able to see ourselves on the screen in a role like that where, like we said, we grew up watching the animation and we know exactly what Ariel is supposed to look like, but it's okay for her to be a black girl. Well, you know what? Uh, the Little Mermaid we know is a cartoon mm-hmm. thought of somebody right. based mm-hmm. on a, a book, a story right. with no image, no face, whatever. Right. So, you know. However, it's interpreted is is art, mm-hmm. and that's really what it's about. Exactly right. Um, let's talk about the art for a second. It's it's a live, um, what are they calling it? Live, live action, action, live action version yeah. of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Right. Pretty challenging to do for a story that takes place underwater with right. animals that don't exist. Like there are no mermaids, right. there are no talking crabs, there right. are no. Fi- it looks 
So well, we good. don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe we don't know that yet. That's a good point. Still yet to be discovered. Have you seen anybody down there when you're down there? Um, I've looked. Okay. I've looked. Yeah. No, you haven't, haven't gone that deep. I haven't gone that deep. Okay. No. That is to be determined. I stand corrected. Okay. But to the point. You don't know. All right. Yeah. To, to that point, yeah. it yeah. looks really good. Like yeah. it, it's it's like people, but. Animated at the same time. I, I can't explain it. You got to see the trailer. CGI. Yeah, it looks so amazing. Um, and also, other things that they announced, uh, a prequel to The Lion King. So it's going to be live action CGI. Well, you know, Mufasa. Yeah. So oh, it's Mufasa. his story. Okay. Yeah. Right. James Earl Jones back as the voice yes. of the king. Um, we have to wait for, for 2024 for that one, though. Also, they gave a release date for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That's coming out this year, November 11th. And then also this year is the sequel to Enchanted with Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey. That's being released. And this is this is the one where Amy Adams, she plays Princess Giselle, lost in New York, and she meets Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. So now we're seeing their life together. Yeah. But it kind of looks like, in, from the trailer, that Amy Adams, Princess Giselle, is now going to kind of be the evil stepmother. Because Patrick Dempsey's character has a daughter. In yeah, it's so yeah, I saw a little clip of that. Yeah, it's like Amy, you're being mean now. Right, she could be a mean girl. <laughs> okay. So Maya Rudolph is joining as the villain as well, and then uh, Adina Menzel, James Marsden. So fun. it's gonna look. It looks really good. That's fun. coming out in November as well. That's, but that's what's trending. Thank you so much. There's so much coming up to look forward to. That's for sure. Thanks, Azalea. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. Woo! In, in the morning. My station. Chum 104.5. Toronto's International Film Festival still going on. Yeah. The city is buzzing. So many great people are here and so many great movies are in TIFF this year. I got a chance to see a couple of them. Oh, tell. Okay. Um, Let's talk about the Oprah Winfrey produced documentary about the life of Sidney Poitier. Sidney. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, once again, this is the story of an actor, a person who lived long before my years. But, you know, I've always known of because of obviously, you know, if you're following anything in the movie industry, you realize that Sidney Poitier is someone who broke down tremendous barriers. Yes. He's a name synonymous with the Oscars and just, you know, civil rights. And you just know these things. How many of his movies have I seen? Maybe half of one. You know what I mean? I just know it from the orbit of knowing. If you want to know about this industry and what people had to go through to get to certain places, you got to know about Sidney Poitier. Yeah, yeah. Watching his life play out on screen is a tremendous, tremendous experience. You've got to watch this. I will definitely watch this because I've watched a lot of his movies. This is what I was thinking yeah. while I was watching the yeah. uh, the documentary. I was like, I feel like I'm, I feel like Marilyn has seen a lot of his work. Yeah, and he is just I crush. what a beautiful man. Crush, right? Oh, really? You had a big crush on him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I like the way he carried himself, the way he acted. I, w I like the, the endearment that he had in movies. When he got tough, he got really tough. Yes. Like, it's just everything. And, you know, you, you know, philanthropic and, you know, uh, social rights and a major affair with Diane Carroll. That's what I... Another stunning person. They actually... They, they go deep into that affair. Do they? Oh, yes, I thought, they do. Are it. they going to gloss over it? Not Oprah. No, they Does thought... Oprah and Tyler Perry uh, go... Co-produced this one? Um, they may have. I okay. need to look into that again. Sure, but anyway, they they did they talk about it a lot? Oh yeah, they they there's that a was... whole part of the documentary where they talk about yeah. why that started, and you know it's pretty often that you know people on sets fall in love because yeah. of all the work they and the chemistry, right. and it happens. Sidney Poitier, when we go back to the beginnings of his life, oh my gosh, anyone from the Caribbean, you gotta watch this. 
Bahamas. This is where he's from. But, you know, when you think of someone coming from a country, and, you know, many of us have been to the Bahamas, he comes from a very, very, very small part of the Bahamas where, I mean, they talk about, you know, at the time when he was growing up, he'd never seen a car before. He didn't know electricity was a thing. Uh, he never even seen a mirror. He, they talk about how growing up, he never even knew what his face looked like because he'd wow. never seen his own reflection. Wow, that's that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Very remote part of, uh, you know, Bahamas is a, a chain of islands, I think maybe a thousand something island yeah. long. Yeah. So yeah. he comes from one of the smallest parts. And to go what he went through in those times where segregation and Jim Crow was at its height. And to make it in 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 the movie industry, eventually leaving Bahamas, going to Florida, heading to New York City, um, just the explanation of what was going through his mind as a person from another country trying to adapt to the current situation where he was—it's a tremendous story. I everyone's got to watch Sydney. Can't wait till it comes out. So I highly recommend that. You know, I also love the fact that Oprah has been his friend for a long time, so she got a lot of access to a lot of things. Man. And that's that even well, Oprah, you know, her touch is always so great. So I'm really looking forward to it. And the fact that one of her heroes becomes a friend of hers who she can now document and, and tell his story properly. That is, now, that's a full circle moment. R- huge right? full circle. Yeah, moment. yeah. Uh, another great film over the weekend The Woman King. Whoa. Yeah. This is the Viola Davis movie set in pre-colonial Africa. Okay. Uh, in a small part of West Africa, which is now known as Benin and Togo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the story of an all-woman section of that, that country's tribe's army. And a, a total female military, which we can't really imagine, but it plays out on screen. And boy, this movie is big. I mean, big names in it, like Lashana Lynch. Um, the names go on and on. They all escape me right now. But I will tell you, Viola Davis is up for an Oscar on this one. Okay. Easily. Awesome. Easily. And, and her it, in conversation with was the first event after TIFF. So well, how was that? Yeah, how was that? That was on Friday. So right? this that was, was on Friday. This was a conversation with Viola Davis and the cast that you watched? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That was amazing. That was at Mademoiselle, um, the CEO of TIFF interviewed well he introduced the whole thing yes, yeah um and it was just phenomenal everything viola davis says is quotable like yeah. she doesn't waste her words at all everything that she says is a gem of knowledge dropped mm-hmm. so it's just really nice to see or hear from the cast before um, a lot of people got to actually see the movie yeah and it's it, you know that movie is making its rounds in the press at a very very really interesting time in in the news cycle where you know we're watching the monarchy what, uh, do a transition because yes. of the, the passing of, of Queen Elizabeth. But now the other side of the story is how did the monarchy get to this point where yeah. it had so much wealth? And we're watching part of that story play out on the screen. Yeah. You know, watching colonization right. happen in Africa and, you know, the bloody battles that were fought mm. due to slavery. Yeah. So those two events happening side by side are really incredible. Impactful. I mean, impactful. For it's sure. Like, wow, these are huge stories happening, playing out in front of our eyes. Okay, so that's... Movies called uh, the Woman King, King. Viola Sydney. Davis, Sydney. Sydney. Those are my two top picks right now. I know there's more coming throughout the so morning. Many. I'll tell you I some more throughout wait. the morning. Okay, let's so do it. So many. Okay, it's a beautiful 
Rainy morning on uh, Monday. It's a Monday morning. On right? Chum 1045. Just another Monday, as you said. I woke up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Chum Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Once upon a time, WebMD was not a thing. WebMD, the uh, the website where you could go up, type in your symptoms, and then it gives you a whole host of things that might be wrong with you and a disease that you may have. <laughs> Tell us about <laughs> what your symptoms was, were and what WebMD told you you had and what you end up having Instead, you could text 104536. Yeah, like, you know, you'll type in rash, fever, <laughs> stomach ache, and then you'll scare yourself into, I don't know, I might need surgery for whatever. Have, do you go on WebMD much? I live with WebMD. You live with WebMD. But I do this. I go, oh, I'm coughing and that my, my, my back hurts and whatever. I look it up. And he goes, yeah, well, it's coughing because you're coughing. It's allergies. It's what you're doing. No, but I think I need some. I need some medication. You know, you don't need medication. There's something wrong with me. No, and then and then we go on. And on he starts laughing at me because you are incredible. <laughs> so I so I don't get the answer from him that I want to hear. So I'll go to WebMD or I go look it up. And it gets into like you're there for 15 minutes going. Well, this is it. You're going to expire soon. So uh, <laughs> you know that's it. Or you know book an appointment right now. Well, how do you do that? Yeah, I mean, I'll go up there and I'll type <laughs> rash, <laughs> fever, and then it'll be like, oh, you might have some kind of thing that needs to be amputated. I'm like, what? But I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it, it, it's you know, it's a it's a tremendous resource because back in the day, people couldn't really even look up things that that's right that were wrong with them. So I've had doctors on the show who have said people come to an appointment. They said, please book an appointment if you think the appointment's going to be more than 15 minutes and you've got sheets and sheets of paper from WebMD that you want to discuss. Because what they do is they take up so much time. So they challenge the GP or the doctor. Uh-huh. Right? And go, but this that must here, really annoy them. Oh, my gosh, Jamar, you have no idea. <laughs> like, I mean, they're, they're glad that you're looking into it. But they're going to do the test to find out about it. It's good to be well-equipped, but, but then you're writing an, your own medical story. When you, yeah. when you go on WebMD, you have like a list of conditions, you know, skin problems, digestive uh, disorders, right. pain management, diabetes, brain and nervous system. Then you click on that, and then it gives you a whole host of things that could be wrong with you that you can click into. Yeah. So I click into skin disorders. <laughs> you could have psoriasis, eczema, shingles, acne, hair yeah. loss, yeah. view more. Sure, we would love to view more. And, and what you say to yourself is, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I have that. I have that. I have that. I have that. I so for many people going to WebMD is a pretty scary thing because you f- yeah. you start feeling like you have things that you don't even have. I know, I know. We're I think we're all we all do it at some point, right? Azalea, do you do that? I try my best not to, but a lot of the times, <laughs> to be honest, I don't get sick. So okay, <laughs> must be nice. What are you, what are you drinking? She's young. <laughs> well, young and healthy. I kind of thought I was young too. I might need to reevaluate <laughs> right. that. I don't know. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar on Chum talking about the site WebMD and how it scared you into thinking you had something that you probably did not have. I, it's very easy to happen here because you can click into a a a hole of of really just <laughs> uh, um. What's the word I'm looking for? Fall down a rabbit hole. A rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you click on one thing and it's like, oh, you might have heartburn or GERD. Or maybe it's also GERD. GERD, yeah. GERD. Or, uh, <laughs> maybe it's colitis. Maybe it's inflammation. 
inflammatory bowel disease, maybe of celiac. Click, 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 click. Well, you know what? A lot of people were doing this. Tell me. During COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, That's if they true. ever even, because yeah. some people were like, it seems like COVID, but I feel like it might be something worse. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's uh, appendicitis. Yeah. You never know. Maybe it's hemorrhoids. I'm clicking. I'm clicking. But, You're but, clicking but, on all but, the things? You know, I, I'll say this. You know, as much as we look at that and go, yeah, it's interesting what the Apple watches, for example. Pretty soon, it's going to say, you are not feeling well, and you need to see a doctor. And then you don't go in. Does your Apple watch do that? No, it's going to eventually. Oh. <laughs> and then what's going to happen is the doctor's going to, a doctor's going to come up on your on your screen and say, Hello. And they're going to say, we just looked at all your stats. <laughs> your watch you, called us. Yeah, exactly. And you need to come in. That's actually a that's, great idea. I, within I, the next five years. I do think that's where we're going. That is exactly. Because I was talking to my husband about it. He goes, that's exactly where we're going. Right now, if you have to go get an ultrasound or something like that, you have to go to the hospital, right? Right. But then the, the follow-up uh, is through, like, the screen. Or on the phone with right. your doctor. You don't have to go in for that follow-up to face-to-face. The latest Apple Watch release, the one that's yeah. coming out now that might be out right now, uh, this Apple Watch can track your body's temperature so closely that if a woman is wearing it, it can tell you what part of your menstrual cycle you're in. Meaning, it'll tell you if you're just menstruating or if you're just in the regular part of the cycle or if you're actually ovulating right now mm-hmm. or if you're getting ready to be on cycle. The watch is that good. It's pretty incredible that a watch can do that that's right electronics it's that's what it's just like amazing and then during that same uh, presentation they had all these people showing uh stories about how the watch sort of saved their lives yes yeah like that's the thing you know they got into a car accident or maybe they were having some kind of heart Heart. condition yeah and then the watch alerted them and then they said oh i need to call a doctor yeah yeah and then all of a sudden yeah they were having a heart attack and had they not known and called uh, medical attention as yeah. quickly as they did, they might not be alive. Yeah. And then if you're wearing a watch or a chip <laughs> and you have a doctor, yeah. you go, hey, uh, Dr. McNeil, I got a problem. Yeah, I see that your uh, heart rate, your uh, glucose levels, da, da, da. And it, you should come in and see me. Seriously. Yep. That's kind of scary. I'm not saying we won't use WebMD, though, because we'll still do that and get all paranoid. Because mm-hmm. that's what we are, paranoid well, may, may people. But par- try not to. <laughs> try not to. Try not to. Leave that to the professional. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Anna Kendrick is here for TIFF. She's starring in a movie called Alice Darling about a woman named Alice who's trying to leave an emotionally abusive relationship. It was filmed in June last year in Kawartha Lakes. So it's a Canadian movie. Oh, near like the Peterborough area. Yeah. Um, And she had a very active day yesterday ahead of the gala premiere at Roy Thompson Hall. She got stuck in an elevator. This is why I shouldn't leave the house without at least like a little um, airplane sized bottle. Because you never know when you're going to get stuck in an elevator. (laughs) Seven five seven guys. <laughs> it's happening. Guys, we have to ration <laughs> the, limited, the limited food supply that we have. Just vibing in this elevator. We love it. It's a good thing I'm not wearing a short skirt today. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren said to me, choose the long skirt. <laughs> It sounds like she's losing her mind a little bit. How long were they in the elevator? <laughs> they were in the elevator for about two minutes, and it happened not two minutes. The video was about two minutes long. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't. It call. didn't say how long they were in the elevator, but it happened right here at like 225 Richmond Street West. 
Um, so that video she posted to Instagram, and she pretty much documented the entire thing up until the fire department brought in a, um, a ladder and let them climb out. Wow. Oh, my that's, gosh. That's a lot of people's hell. You know, like, what's the worst that could happen? It's, yeah, there it is. See? Yeah. You get stuck in an elevator. And you're stuck, well, with her, maybe her people, but, you know, like her, yeah. her, her agent and whatever. But, like, in an average, like, you and I. Yeah. Kind of, it's like, who are you? I right. Know. Yes. So Take I think water. it was her, her you're crew. Looking first. She, you're right. Always take, <laughs> always take something to drink and something in your backpack. Or maybe not, because there's no uh, evacuation. There's no evacuation chute in the elevator. <laughs> so, That's when you use the bottle. Oh, man. Can you I'm imagine sorry. that? I'm so that actually happened yesterday morning. So it was hours before her red carpet. But... If it happened any later, that would have ruined her entire evening at the premiere. Right. So last night was also the TIFF Tribute Gala. Harry Styles and the cast of My Policeman, they received an award for their performance. But everyone is talking about the triumphant comeback, Brendan Fraser. So at the Venice Film Festival last weekend, he received a six-minute standing ovation for his lead role in the movie The Whale, co-starring Sadie Sink. Um, she plays Max in Stranger Things. Anyway, he received the biggest honor of the night last night, the TIFF Tribute Award for performance. And when he was called upon, the crowd stood for about five minutes before festival organizers had to quiet them down and oh, say, like, my goodness. okay, what bring it down. Comment. Thank you to everyone at TIFF, especially Cameron Bailey. Um... I just I want you to know how deeply I appreciate this affirmation. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for this tribute award performance. It means a heck of a lot more to me than a participation bowling trophy. <laughs> so, Brendan Fraser's just so pure. We must protect him at all costs. I know. Um, while The Whale is about a man living with severe obesity, with struggles to reconnect with his 17-year-old daughter. So we talked about that earlier. Um, but this is just another movie to add to your TIFF watch list. Wow, there's so many. It's so many good ones you, you've brought forward so far. Yeah. And there's only a handful. There's so many, so many more. That's right. Cool. All right. So, like I said, the My Policeman mm -hmm. received an award. So did The Whale. So did, And then Alice Darling is the one we were talking about with Anna Kendrick. So add those ones to your TIFF watch list. On the list. On the list. Thank Beautiful. you, Azalea. Beautiful. When you wake up. When you wake up. Wake up, Toronto. Wake up. Marilyn Dennison Jamar. This weekend, uh, you walk up and down King Street, and then all of a sudden, you'll just hear crowds of people yelling. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, all the heads turn and try to figure out what is everyone yelling at? Who did they just see? Just because some of the biggest stars on earth are all here in Toronto right now. One of those who's been getting screams from the moment he landed at the airport at Pearson is Harry Styles. And he did do a conversation ahead of his film. Uh, this is some of Harry Styles talking right in front of the face of our very own Ashley Greco. Listen. Ultimately, to me, the whole story is about wasted time. And I think wasted time is the most devastating thing because it's the only thing we can't control. It's the one thing we can't have back. And, you know, the one thing that I think matters, whatever kind of life you've lived, at the end is you think back on time with people you love. And that is the one thing that none of us can control. I didn't hear a word he said because I was looking at his dreamy eyes. <laughs> he's talking about my policeman, isn't he? Yes, he is. And he's getting rave reviews for that one. Rave reviews. Yeah. And uh, he's having such a moment right now, Harry He's Styles. the guy. He's the it guy. He's the dude right Not now. Not even 30 yet. Nope. The album is out. He's d dating Olivia. He's got 
two movies that are happening. It's amazing. Yep, it's a it's a huge time for his career. Yeah. So My Policeman is one of the big movies that uh, is there. People are saying is a must see. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, check out that video on iHeartRadio.ca or also on uh, Chum1045 on our socials. Really cool video, and there's a debate going on. Who did he wink at? Was he winking at Shannon Burns? Or was um, he winking at Ashley? Well, it's hard to see. We're trying to figure out. You it was be a the direct, judge. It was a direct like focus. There was a thing yeah. there, but we're not sure what the thing was. You you, know, you vote and let us know. You know, I they were saying it wasn't you, sister. It was me. Oh, wow. I know. Okay. Pretty cool. Maybe one day we'll realize that one. Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. You know, to get control of the situation, a lot of times parents will tell their children... Small fibs, things to kind of stretch the truth just to get them to do something else. What is that small fib that your parents told you when you were a child? Text it to 104536. I will start. Yes, you must. There was nothing that got me going on a summer, like a summer's day, like the sound of the ice cream truck coming down the the street. There were two different ice cream men that used to come around my neighborhood. One who's, uh, you know, he had... The song, you know, like it was a guy named Mr. Softy. Yeah, yes. The chain. Yeah. And then there was another one named Johnny who would just have a bell. Bring, and when you heard that bell, gosh, it was just like some kind of psychological programming. Immediately jump up out of the room, run around the house, try to find all the change, whatever money, find mom's purse and like get a couple bucks and have to run out of the door to get the ice cream truck to get all the ice cream and the candy and stuff. And this would happen every single day, and I'm sure it got on my mom's nerves. So at some point, my mom told me, you know what? This ice cream truck is great, but what you need to know is that he stores the ice cream under his bed. Some of it even goes under his pillow. What? It's not worth it. It's not very clean. And I was like, really? Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? She's like, yeah. No, don't. So in my head, I could just see this guy driving home with this truck and unloading the truck and putting <laughs> all this stuff under his bed in the covers. In my head, I thought the ice cream man slept with all the ice cream. So then I was like, uh, I don't know if I want it anymore. anymore. It oh, worked. It did work. Until I realized that that would be impossible. Yeah. And when did you realize what age? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> maybe a couple of days ago. Okay, okay, that's fair. Maybe a couple of days also, ago. Also, I've had people say to us, you know, to me personally, too, that, that when the, when it was in the neighborhood, they said, oh, the bell means, or the song means they ran out of ice cream. The song means they ran out. Is that's that yours? Is that yours? Is that, is that what it says? Yeah, I, that didn't happen to okay. me, but I heard that story yeah. before, and yeah. I think it's the funniest thing, and I'm probably going to use that when I'm a parent. That's I think very so. funny. Here's <laughs> one. It says, I'm 32 years old and still deeply terrified that consuming anything from the hotel room minibar will bankrupt my entire family. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't you tell Well, that. I mean, the prices are pretty that. high. so They are. If it's not bankruptcy, is close. And something about eyesight being lost if you get too close to the TV? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, remember yes, that one? Yes, I remember that one. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah. My dad definitely said that. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, my mother told me if I made an ugly face, the wind would change and I would get <laughs> stuck that way forever, so don't make faces at her. <laughs> Can you imagine getting stuck with that frown? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Swallow seeds and the plants will grow inside of you. That's what I was told about watermelon. Is that right? Yeah. Can you imagine oh. a watermelon growing inside of you? <laughs> like, that would be really, really painful. You know, Ashley Greco told a good story one yeah. time. and She was saying that she tells her daughter right now, currently, that when she lies, she gets the, uh, like a, something on her forehead shows up. 
So she can't, her daughter can't see it. But Ashley's like, are you lying? Because I could see your forehead. Show, yeah. Or something about her forehead glows oh. or something like that. So she's like, okay, is my forehead glowing? Oh, yeah. that's funny. That's but I think one. that's a good one, too. Okay. Get I those kids not to lie. Text us the lie that your parents told you. Like the one someone just texted. Uh, my mother told me that I was allergic to Coca-Cola. I still believe it. <laughs> yeah. One zero four five three six. Those parents, very very tricky. Let's uncover those lies that you heard as a kid on Chum next. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Chum one zero four five. There was a point in elementary where everyone was doing that cross-eyed thing, trying to yes. cross their eyes, and the teacher would tell us like, "Hey, if you do that, it's gonna get stuck." Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean that. That's of a course, good one. Not true. That's you know what people were doing in my elementary school? What were they doing? These sickos. They were flipping their lids. I remember that. Flipping their eyelids. <laughs> the nastiest thing ever. Like, why would anyone want to do that? So that except that one kid, Richard Verdaro. He would do it all the time. And anyway. Uh, I was, now. We were told. I, I'd probably flip his eyelids. So, yeah, probably. Now, isn't, <laughs> Psycho, right? It's almost funny when we think about what our parents said to us as kids. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we were going to commit a felony or there was going to be a rap sheet against us. Well, it's funny that you say that. There's one that's coming up uh, multiple times. It seems one of the biggest lies parents told us. Right. You know when you're driving in the car with your folks and you turn on the dome light inside yeah. the car, the yeah. light in the interior light of the car? I mean, I I was told it was illegal, and it seems like everyone is saying the same thing growing up being told it was illegal to drive with the interior car light on. That's why you have to rush and turn it off. But is it not illegal? In fact, it is not illegal to have an interior light on. Not a single in the United States or about Canada. Uh, They're just worried that it's going to... if you have it on, it might you won't be able to see as well, and it could uh, be distracted driving. That's all. You're now, telling me that it was today, I was today years old, when I found out that this was not true? You made a statement about two and a half minutes ago saying, no, it's illegal. I did say it was. And I a, said, you know what? With conviction, with he said conviction. it. He's like, is it not illegal? I, now, I can't no. say I wasn't far <laughs> off the mark on that one, too. I'm not going to let you, you know. You know, stand on that hill by yourself, because I thought no. So then, then I thought, well, my dad never wanted us to keep it on because it was such a dim light back in the day. That if you kept it on overnight, you would the battery would. It would dribble. Right, right, yeah, right. I remember that one. Yeah. But anyway, but people will out like turn that light off. It's illegal to drive the car light inside, but I'm just finding out that that's not true. It's just dangerous. I guess it's just annoying when you're the driver and your kids just keep yeah. turning it on. Oh, it's super annoying. So I know I understand that. That's why my dad told me that. And distracting. <laughs> And distracting. One right. person says uh, you could get ticketed in some places in your car because they look at it as a distractive driving. But honestly, it isn't. It's not illegal. It's not. Right. Wow. Especially I, now with the, you have a whole screen in your car now with your <laughs> GPS, with your music. I guess screen. you have a good point. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've been living a lie. The light is the least of our worries. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you think about what the car looked like when you were a kid and your mom told you that. Oh, yeah. There was just the AM, AM FM radio. It That's was, it, man. It, That's all you had. It was right. a yeah. different type of yeah, vehicle. Right, right. Very funny. Another lie that someone said their parents told them um, that green peas, to get them to eat it, they'd say that green peas were actually green corn. So it's the okay. same. <laughs> <laughs> it's corn, so you it's should eat it. Thing. You like corn, right? Well, these are this is just green, green corn. corn. Gross. Oh, man. Oh, boy. If you swallow gum, does it stay in your body? Does it stay in your body for seven for years? seven years. Yeah, I, is that one true? I don't think. Let me look it up. WebMD. Didn't we talk about WebMD? Ah, <laughs> don't use WebMD. You know what, though? That, that was, first of all, I mean, for you guys to know that, that has been carried on from generation to generation. Yeah. 
when you choose gum, chew gum. Okay. You swallow it, gum. Does okay. it stay in your body for, yeah. for years? He yeah, swallowed. that one I still don't know the answer to, but I feel like it can't be true. Because it's already chewed, so it's a solid at that point. So it's going to just go through like everything else. Uh, but, oh, but it's, it doesn't it, stay. And it just, it, it, if you swallow, uh, swallow gum, uh, the, but the gum doesn't stay in your stomach. It gets... Okay. See? It gets moved yeah. along. We're debunking it. Along, there's nothing to see here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome to our science class. But yeah, remember, really. They didn't want us. They didn't want us to chew gum in school. They right. didn't want us to chew gum outside of school. So that's well. They, they should have just let us chew the gum because then we wouldn't be scared and swallow it. Hey, same thing with pencils. Are you ready for this one? You know, I don't know about you, when you went to school, but when I went to school, there was you had a pencil. You put it in your mouth to lift up your desk, the right. desktop. Mm-hmm. And they said, stop doing that because you're going to get little, no, little, little pieces of wood are going to start developing in your stomach. Stop it. you will have pieces of wood. (laughs) Mine makes more sense, lead poisoning. (laughs) I believed it, okay? I believed it. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I mean, you have to, like, you have to do something so visual with kids that are dangerous so they will stop doing it, Like the texture that says, uh, I was told that my bike would stop working if I left the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one actually i like it it's like those shopping carts at the uh at the the grocery store wheels just lock up on you right wow do it what's trending in toronto with azalea hart let me know let me know well netflix annoyed a lot of people this weekend it's me i'm a lot of people they announced that they're thinking about moving away from the binge watch model that everyone loves obviously and they're going to move to weekly releases So their point of view is that they think that weekly releases creates more conversations, which I guess is not technically wrong because people live tweet and they discuss shows that they watch, um, like for House of the Dragon on Sunday or maybe The Bachelorette on Mondays. It creates a lot of conversation um, and a lot more buzz for the show when people are talking about it. And they also think that the weekly format of releasing shows is going to cut down on spoilers. Um, because people binge it before everybody else binges it, and then they're like, oh, by the way, blank, blank, blank died. And you didn't even get to that episode yet, and you're like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. But then, on the other hand, like, Netflix is definitely known for binge-worthy content. For example, like, I watched, I binged a series last weekend called Devil in Ohio, Mm -hmm. and if it was weekly releases, there's no way that I would watch it. it. No. I just stuck with it because it was, I was binging it at the time, um, and... It, that's just what happened. We, we've been given the license to watch what we want to watch when we want to watch it. Exactly. And you remove it from us? Right. That's kind of antiquated. That's going to be a tough, uh, yeah. tough sell for a lot of And we're of just going to go back to I, cable. I think they should. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I think, that's really what it is, essentially. Yeah. I, yeah. I think what they should do is they should go to a model where they take some of their, their premium shows, like their big, big shows, and you know let us maybe binge other shows that aren't as uh, noteworthy. You get what I'm saying? Like the big ones should be released in a timely fashion mm-hmm. if they want to kind of string it out a little more and the other little ones that really don't matter put them all on there so we can just watch it all at one time but if you have I a know. new show if you have a new show that you're watching and you love it and you got to binge watch it yeah does that mean that show is so famous that the second d- does so well that the second season they'll go you know what we're just going to drop the drop them once a week the episode well, yeah i, I don't mean- know they you did know, something they similar, that, right? Yeah, something similar for Stranger Things. Like they released uh, the first half of the season, the first four episodes or that's something. That's all right to do that. And then they released the final four 
a couple months later. Yeah, they try to make it seem like they're trying to do us a favor, like for the experience, but there has right. to be something about their money that's getting messed up. By yeah, oh, watching. for sure. Stuff that, that's really yeah. what it's about. Because don't do us any favors. Right. Just like, give us the show. Yeah, let me let me do what I want to do, right? <laughs> Yeah. So there's something about their money that's getting screwed up with the binge exactly. watch. Right, right, right. Like now, where it worked was that Hugh Grant thing, that Who Done It, uh huh, and Nicole Kidman. What was the name of that? Show? Oh, the um. Oh, oh, that was a great one too. Okay, uh, see, I forgot it. Oh, and that was a weekly release. Yeah, I don't know. And weekly release. It was at nine o'clock. It was nuts. nine o'clock, and it was. Hang on, uh, Hugh Grant. The Undoing. The Undoing. That was a very good one. That was good because it was a whodunit. I feel like I watched this, but I'm yeah. not. And so we would all weigh in the next day. Yeah, it came it on a Sundays. Nine o'clock at night, it would drop, and then we would talk about it Monday morning. That worked because it was oh, a yes. short kind of arc, and it was you didn't want to blow it, and you wanted to talk about it. Right. Not all shows are worth talking about. Yeah, but HBO Max is known for that. Uh, and we're okay with waiting the week for it. Netflix is not known for that, so we don't want to do it. Right. <laughs> we're just, not all, used to all, that. All at one. It. Yeah, give, it, give us all. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, Britney Spears is also trending. So this weekend, she changed her Instagram name to Channel 8. And people are trying to figure out what it means. So immediately, I assumed that it could be her next album. Um, earlier this month, though, she also posted a video on Instagram of someone drawing an eight on an eight of diamonds card. And her caption read, eight sideways is infinity or am I making that up? Uh, Which just kind of seems like a Britney thing to say. She just be saying things sometimes. Right. So, <laughs> but now it may have been a clue for something. We do not know yet. But also Channel 8 has significance in the Marvel Universe. So it's a fictional TV channel in Captain America. So maybe, like Meg the Stallion, Britney could be joining the Marvel Universe uh, in some way. Yeah, yeah. So that's another theory. And a final theory that somebody put out there is that, uh, because people are really looking into this, uh-huh. they're thinking that Britney is channeling, like channeling something. So it's not a channel, like a TV channel, that she's channeling strength and peace in her life because that's what the number eight symbolizes. Okay. So. People are going all over the place with this Channel 8. Who's taking pictures of her naked? Who's doing that? That's another question. I want to say that it's her husband. And then that would be a little strange. He's like, that's the one posted, honey. <laughs> that would be a bit weird. But it's not the one. So I don't know. Because she posted um, some photos. Fo- what you're referring to are the photos that she posted this morning. Yeah. Or last night, I guess, 10 hours so ago. So all those videos she makes, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. The video, her. she definitely props up and dances in front of them, like herself. Tripod, tripod and then, or something? Tripod. Okay. And then she'll caption it. If if this offends you, look away. But the naked photo, so she released a photo last night of yeah. her um, from the back on the bed. And she just put a heart emoji over her bum. Yeah. But... <laughs> I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I don't know. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. I just want everyone happy. to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> just if it well, makes listen, you happy, do it. I I'm don't know. A, I'm not offended, Brittany. We're not offended, girl. Do your thing. Keep it going. Oh, I will not unfollow I'm more than anything, I'm concerned. concerned. Right. That's all. All right. All right. Well, that's what's trending. I think Thank she'll you. be fine. <laughs> I'm working it out. I'm concerned. What, what would you guys do if I started posting those pictures like that? Could I come to work the next day? I would call you immediately and say, I think you've been hacked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, did you need to post that? Are you okay? (laughs) Who stole your phone? I'm just being free. (laughs) Who's getting back at you? Free Jamar. Free me. Free me. That's what I'm doing. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. More rain for the forecast today. Actually, throughout most of the day today, uh, we'll be hiding up to a high of 23, but thunderstorms in the afternoon. 
So uh, pack the umbrella, unlike your friend Jamar. No yeah, I noticed that. There. You got the roll of paper towel when you came in. Yeah, and yeah. I was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget your umbrella. Yeah, that's I right. Do not like being cold and wet. It's a bad combination. I know, but where is your umbrella? I don't know. Like, did, you not, did you not have your windshield? I don't know where I it have is. two El Cheapo ones in my car, and I keep them in that side pocket. Yeah. And I don't use them, and I don't use them. I have to dust them off and... There you have it. I, ha- I, I have. I probably left it in my garage or something. I don't yeah. know where it is. So go I'll to Shoppers out. Drug Mart. <laughs> yeah. Buy some with your PC often. I'm not doing that because I'm. What I'm not doing is giving in to the the thing, the thing that steals things, like the same thing that steals my socks, undies, and umbrellas. I'm not giving in to it. I'm gonna find this. Somebody, wait, wait, wait. Someone steals your undies? I think so. We have to talk about that. Like umbrellas, I get. I get socks. Do you get that too? Well, a little bit, but the okay. underwear is really concerning. Sunglasses too. Like well, sunglasses. Are, these yeah. are things that just should never get lost, but okay. get lost too much. But if you buy an inexpensive umbrella, like I do, uh, if I lose it, I think, well, uh, I lost it, and somebody else can use it. It's okay, five dollars. But then you have no incentive cents. to keep it. You'll be just losing inexpensive umbrellas. If all you the time. buy a fancy, fancy pattern like I do, leopard, you want to keep it because it's kind of fashion. Oh yeah, nobody wants that one. Look at, look at that that's thing. Not, that's <laughs> not nice. I mean, I'm just saying. Are you criticizing no, my I'm umbrella? Criticizing. At I'm least saying. I have one. I'm just saying it's yours. It's your. It's all yours. That's, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not telling you you should get that one. I'm going to get you one with dinosaurs I'm a cheetah girl, it. too. I'm with oh, you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I will pass on the cheetah print umbrella, but it, you can have it. No, <laughs> you, I'm not. If you ask me to borrow an umbrella in the future. You're going to say no to me? Absolutely. Oh, okay, fine. Fair enough. Okay. Get Fair. your hair wet. You Fair. guys were witnesses to this. <laughs> Fair I'm enough. Just saying. Okay, well, whatever it looks like, uh-huh. don't forget it, the umbrella uh-huh. today. Okay. And do not forget. Let's get him a kid one. What those people said about your umbrella. You know, like, like Paw Patrol. Or Paw Patrol <laughs> umbrella. Right. Give me a flamingo one. <laughs> do it. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Well, this weekend had a whole lot going on with movies, especially with TIFF right here in Toronto, obviously. But over in California, the D23 Expo was taking place. This is the Disney Fan Expo. This is where Disney unveils new trailers for upcoming movies. They make new announcements, give sneak peeks at films. And we got our first look at one of the most anticipated new live-action Disney movies, a classic, The Little Mermaid. Right? Wow. Her rendition of this song is probably going to be my new favorite. I'm pretty sure I'm going to listen to it all of the time. So Errol is played by Halle Bailey. She and her sister Chloe, they were both mentored by Beyonce. So they're pretty big deals and they both act, but this particular role is huge for her. Um, Well, let me tell you who else is in this movie. David Diggs, the voice of Sebastian. Uh, Jacob Tremblay as Flounder and Aquafina as Scuttle. Um, Aquafina is so funny, so I feel like she's going to really put a twist on that character as well. So this comes out in theaters on May 26, 2023. 
But I watched an interview of Hallie talking to Beyonce's mom about getting this role and how big of a deal it was for her, especially being a black woman and not having the traditional look that Ariel had in the animation. And this point that she makes here resonates so deeply with me. I can't believe I'm even going to go for this, but so grateful mm -hmm. that I kind of get to reinvent um, Ariel and show other young, beautiful black and brown children that, hey, you can be this too. You are magical and mythical and all of the wonderful things in between as well. And so going into this, oh no, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> it's okay. But going into the filming process, I had to learn and say to myself that you can do it, it's okay. Like representation is just so important and we even see it in these massive stars who we think, you know, some of, I mean, I think automatically like, yeah, she absolutely deserves this role. But then you don't even realize sometimes how big of a deal it is for her. And then oftentimes that, you know, women of color get something and then think to themselves like, they want me for this? They want me to do this? And that has happened to me a few times, but then I have to catch myself and say, yeah, I, d I absolutely deserve to be in this room or be in this role or get this position. Mm -hmm. So it's just such a big deal and I'm just so happy for her. Um, and then there's also a little bit of a TikTok trend that was going on this weekend of little black girls watching that little clip that we got and they're like, really, that's Ariel? And oh. they're just, their their face lights up to see someone who looks like them in that role. Mm. Um, so the D23 Expo, they also announced a prequel to The Lion King. It's going to be a live action, so CGI. It's called Mufasa. So it's going to be his story. James Earl Jones is back as the iconic voice of the king, so we have to wait till 2024 oh. for this one. Why do they tell us this and we have to wait I so know. long? Okay. It's going to be a good one, though. It's going to be worth the wait. And also Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, um, they're still in the editing process, but it's going to hit theaters this year, November 11th. And this one, similarly to The Woman King, features an all-female special forces um, in the wake of King T'Challa's death, and they're protecting um, the vibranium in Wakanda uh, from the Western nations trying to come in and attack. And from the photo I saw, Angela Bassett, as always, Queen Ramonda, just regal as ever. Mm -hmm. So we have so much to look forward to. Oh, and they also showed a little clip from the new Avatar, The Way of Water. So all of the OGs are back. Zoe Saldana, Sigourney Weaver, Sam Worthington. Um, the article I read, though, said that the clip that they saw doesn't really show the plot or the story oh, okay. so in Avatar. Away, right? right. But okay. I mean, at the same time, the movie was never really about the story. I feel like it's always about the visuals yeah. and the fantasy and how beautiful it is. I just know I have to pee before I go see that movie. That was what James Cameron. That is what he said. <laughs> it's going to be you a can long sit one. down and you can binge watch on Netflix. You can certainly get through this long movie. You can do it. That's a good point. All right. <laughs> but that's what's trending. Thanks. Tons Amanda. of Disney fun coming yeah, to us. Yeah, that's all right. I love a lot of good movies on the horizon. Uh-huh. Uh, don't leave your house. There's <laughs> <laughs> just too much to watch. That's right. Wake, 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 wake up. Hey. Wake up, Toronto. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Wake, 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 wake up. On Jum. Oh, it's kind of a juve day, don't you think? Ah, uh, yeah, today's the day to kind of snuggle up and yeah. be under if you can. If you can, even though it says wake, 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 wake up. I know, even though so, half know. of everyone is like sitting in their car going duvet. <laughs> Got a seatbelt on right now. I know, but wouldn't it be great just to be, that's why we love those big uh, uh, sleeping bag coats, right? Yes. Makes you nice and cozy. Anyway, it's a rainy day and it will be for the remainder of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast Chum 104.5. Podcast.